week number three of the AML Movie Cast. I'm your host, Adam. I'm back with Luke. Hello. And we got a special guest this week, our good friend and third member of our little crew, Hurricane Mike. What's going on? Yeah. What's going on? That's a great question. What is going on? Uh, watch Treasure Planet. Did, did, did you watch Treasure Planet, Mike? I did watch Treasure Planet, actually. <laughs> I watched it, too. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I wonder why we all did that. It's, it's random. It was definitely a, definitely a very quick, easy, and spontaneous decision to uh, all watch Treasure Planet on the same night, you know? Just, yeah. Just a very, was... very nice coincidence. Yeah. Um, in case you guys didn't know, it took Hurricane Mike like two weeks to figure out what <laughs> movie he wanted to watch. Yeah, I believe there were... Eight or nine things or not before we settled on Treasure Planet. Yeah. So I don't know. So, so we one of the reasons we chose Treasure Planet was because it was on Disney Plus and you know very easily accessible. And um, I don't know many Disney movies, or at least ones that I wanted to watch. So I was thinking of all these movies, and I kept thinking, "Crap, there's no way to find these on Netflix or anything." So eventually, I'm like, "You know what? Screw it. We'll do Treasure Planet." Yeah, it's, I was waiting for, for Starship Troopers, but apparently that's off Netflix. Cause I, I went to go watch it on Election Day for reasons, and uh, it wasn't there. So that really ruined my election night. It was already not great uh, that night. Um, but, you know, um, let's get into uh, Treasure Planet, because we all watched it for some reason, so let's talk about it. Luke, what'd you think? Um... First vibes I got was this is totally a 2000s movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you remember that one montage where they had like the song? Yeah. <laughs> like that was so 2000s. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. But uh, hey, I, I enjoyed the movie. I, th- I thought it was good. It's not like one of Disney's best, but certainly not one of their worst either. I'm a sucker for like Treasure Island stories. I haven't actually read the book, but like I hear it TV show is Black Sails, which is... You know, a, a pre, I guess a prequel to that to that Treasure Island book, and this is obviously based a little bit on Treasure Island, I would say. So, I kind of knew I was gonna like it going in, even though I hadn't seen it before. But I, I think, um, yeah, it's good. Hot take. It's a good movie. <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you think? Uh, I'll just talk about the movie itself first. Um, I think uh, for sort of an. Uh, I don't want to say obscure, but less popular Disney title. Uh, at least, you know, over time, you know, it's not super popular today. Um, at least as other Disney movies. But, yeah, I think it was uh, pretty good. Um, you know, the, uh, the animation style was good. The story was, I mean, it's a pirate movie. You can't, can't expect a whole lot, but it was entertaining. Um, the, the world that the world was set in was pretty interesting. And uh, it was just... Uh, it's a good movie. Yeah, fun I think, movie. I think the animation style is pretty interesting here because I think it works pretty well, but it's very of a certain time. Like it's the kind of thing where, as Luke said earlier, you know, when you watch it, you're like, you just know when when it was made and who it was made by because it's a very early two thousand Disney movie. Yeah, I think this was one of the last like two D animated movies for Disney. I I, haven't, I don't think I've seen a lot of like the the newer ones. I guess up, up until this one because I had never seen this before. Yeah, Chicken Little, I believe, was the first three uh, D animated movie for Disney. I have seen Chicken Little. I know <laughs> yeah. that. It's uh, a uh, <laughs> very interesting movie. To yeah, say is the dad Buck Cluck? Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> Carson, legend. I I saw Carson's video about Buck Cluck, so that's the <laughs> reason why I know that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think. 
the Treasure Island, I, I think Treasure Planet did a really good job of taking this story that everybody knows and putting it in this, you know, unique world that kind of that adds to it, I think. Because they could have, this could have gone, gone wrong so easily with a story like this. But I, I think they, they did it in a perfect way for it to, to work out. I thought it was really interesting how they took, like, an 18th century setting, but they also made it, like, super realistic. Like, you know, the ship styles that obviously yeah. <laughs> was 18th century. But then you have, like... The cool technology applied to those mach- like boats that we already know ex- have existed, and um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Some of the uh, alien creatures had interesting designs. I hated that spider-looking thing. Yeah. Oh my god, he was the worst. He reminded me a bit of Randall from Monsters Inc. Just because I was scared of him when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, if I had since when I was a kid, I'd be terrified of this dude. He Honestly, yeah. he definitely has that. Uh, I mean- yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know it's characters like that always scared me when I was a kid. I don't know why. Maybe maybe I was just a loser. I think it's probably supposed to scare you. I mean, so you were scared. So I'm not. So we're both losers. No, I was kind of creeped out by that guy. Okay. Yeah. I was when he died. I was like, I'm glad I never have to look, look or think about his face ever again. Hey, quick question: What was the um like the, the floating thing that would fall around silver? Silver. What, what was his name? Morph. Morph. I thought that was a unique twist on the parrot uh, Captain Flint in Treasure Island. I, I kind of like the I, the whole... I'm disappointed they didn't have a Captain Flint because... Well, you know, the, the bird, Captain Flint, because I think that's a very important part of John Silver, that he was the only person that, that wasn't scared of Captain Flint that he named his bird after him. I thought that kind of adds to the character, but even without that, I think they did a really good job of developing him throughout the, what was it, hour and a half? Yeah, it's kind an of, hour and a half. Like- I mean... I wouldn't say the characters are super developed, but I think you know who everyone is and you know what their what their end game is for the most part. I think, you know, it's pretty well written, I would say. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my, all my siblings were born in the 90s, so <laughs> they're very nostalgic towards this movie. I, uh, I mean, I was two years old when this came out, and I saw it, like, a long time ago, but uh, I don't know. It didn't really, like hit me as much as it did my siblings like I was told I told my siblings I was like hey I'm watching Treasure Planet they're like oh man that takes me back I feel like if I saw this movie as a kid like in theaters and stuff like that I would have would have loved it but I mean you know seeing seeing it as an adult now like it's still a good movie don't get me wrong but uh yeah I think I would have like loved it more like if I saw like when I was the age that my siblings were so I'm guessing you Mike probably saw this when you were the youngest out of the three of us, I would imagine, right? I mean, maybe not. I don't know, because I hadn't seen it until yesterday. I think I had seen it probably, like, when I was a kid, but I didn't remember it. And then I was... I'm so, the same okay, way, so honestly. I guess... Actually, that's not true. We watched it in school once. Like, one of those days at the end of the year where we didn't do anything. We just watched movies. I think it was in German class or something that... You know, they had it on the TV. Yeah, um, that's I don't. That's where I had seen parts of it, but I, you know, I yeah. never seen the whole thing. And I, I think it's um, it's good. Yeah, it's a good, good ad- adaptation. I, it's tough to talk about like, a movie like this because there's really not a whole lot to, to really say. I think when you're looking at a kids movie from this era, it, it, it might be hard to call this a kids movie, but I, I think you would still qualify it as one. Yeah. Um, great, great performance by JGL though. That guy. You can see why he's a star, right? I mean, not anymore, but he was a star for like three years, about ten years ago. Yeah. That guy. I was, uh, honestly, I was shocked to find out that he was the voice of the main character. I was like, that voice sounds familiar. And then yeah. I looked it up and I saw it was JGL, and I was like, 
Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was what? Like, this would have been seven years before 500 Days of Summer, and then Inception was the next year. It's great. Like, it's crazy, man. He, he would have been, like, 20 when this when he did this, and uh, he's not even 40 yet. Yeah, yeah. He's 39 now. Yeah. So. And he's in another movie from this year, which is nuts. Um, Knives Out, great movie from last Knives year. Knives Out? He was, he was in Knives Out? He was. Really? Yeah. No, I don't remember him in Knives Out at all. Uh, I think he was, like, one of the detectives. No, I don't know. I don't remember him being in that movie. Mm. But, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in Knives Out. Yeah, good for him, dude. I don't know. Um, I'm just looking up his filmography. <laughs> cool, yeah. I, very nice. Um, Mike, you got anything you want to say about this movie since you picked it? I mean... Uh, I know Luke kind of mentioned this before, but just I think the, the art style that they went for in the movie worked surprisingly well because I think bridging the um you know the the sort of 17th 18th century pirate uh you know seafaring theme and science fiction would be difficult because of just you know how different the the settings are um and I think other companies had like tried doing that like taking the treasure island story and putting it in sci-fi but it usually didn't work out that well because it would end up like star trek basically but I think Treasure Treasure Planet did it pretty well. Um, again, like the the art style of both the world design and the animations, you know, the two D and the three D, which usually meshed pretty well. Uh, there were a few times you could t- obviously tell what was two D and what was three D, but usually, you know, they meshed well. Um, but it just worked really well to build sort of the world that the 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 story was aiming for, I guess, and. Uh, worked really well the soundtrack I mean, it was pretty unremarkable but uh just listening to it, it it was kind of interesting to bridge you know that sound of you know colonial pirate era stuff kind of like uh, celtic almost style yeah. music with you know sci-fi you know kind of the host ish kind of things it was uh kind of interesting yeah, I agree with that. Mike. I think that was a that was pretty good, uh, pretty good analysis right there. I think the only time I was like, "Oh, this animation it does not look good," was when like the uh, the big whales. Oh yeah, going I was gonna like, say that. was the that. one scene where it was like, "Oh dear." I, I legit said out loud, "Oh, wait, this is like this is early 2000s." <laughs> you know what's funny? So, um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen the show Star Wars Rebels. Uh, no, I I don't watch shows for six-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, all right. No, I was like, come on, you gotta finish your point. You can't just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's meant for everyone, thank you very much. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's targeted mostly for children, but anybody can watch. But anyways, um, in Star Wars Rebels, there's like a scene very similar like that where they have like this space whales called the Purgle. And uh, one of the characters on that show, Ezra, was like, oh, whales, I love whales. <laughs> yeah, maybe you just, like, maybe they should just stop using space whales, honestly. Yeah. And, and, good moral of the story is uh, just don't use space whales. Yeah, that's the one takeaway from us is Treasure treasure Planet, bad space whales. I would like to say, though, I want to give props to this, is that they had a fairly scientifically accurate uh, visualization of a black hole. I, I, w- I would like to give them props for that. How they had the the accretion disk and the um, the uh, uh, I don't remember what the jets are that come out of either side are called, but they had those, and it was uh, props to them, and of course the the space 
you know, the nebulas and stuff look pretty good, but that's just one prop I wanted to give. Yeah, I, the, um, it's good stuff. I mean, it, it's not a movie that I would, like, say everyone needs to watch, but I would say it's a movie that if you do watch, it's hard to be like, oh, that was bad. I think it's, a, it's an enjoyable movie, but I wouldn't say it's particularly important in any Or, like, way. groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I will say one... I will say one thing about this movie. Like, parts, it's very predictable. I mean, but then, but and then, like, like you can kind of predict what's going to happen in the plot. Like, uh, with uh, the whole thing with John Silver, you know, like, you kind of suspected he was going to be... <laughs> I mean, that's Treasure that Island. Guy. That's Treasure Island. Well, like, if you didn't know about Treasure Island... I guess. Because yeah. I, I guess maybe that one thing that could explain that is, like... You know, Treasure Island was became so influential to the genre of pirates is that probably a lot of you know stories from pirate books, movies, stuff like that, all kind of follow the model of Treasure Island, which is why they probably all seem very similar. Yeah, I, I imagine. I will yeah. say this though, I did like. I was not. I can. I'm not familiar with Treasure Island at all, like the story. But I will say at the end, I like how like John Silver actually, you know wasn't like full on bad and he actually like became good and you know saved uh Jim's life. I I liked that stuff and I liked how they had like a proper goodbye cuz honestly I was kind of expecting him to you know be killed like all other Disney villains. <laughs> but I'm glad that they like kept him alive and they also made him like realistic like he wasn't fully good, but he wasn't fully bad either. I I liked that stuff. If you like John Silver, I know I know I've said it a million times to both of you guys. Watch Black Sails. He is so good in Black Sails. And just a great show. I mean, if you, yeah, you, you guys would like it. But uh, I don't I, know. I don't know. Black Sails doesn't have my buddy Morph in it. Uh, I think I'd probably yeah. be a little disappointed yeah, okay. in that prospect. Okay, Mike. You know, if you say one more word about Morph, I'm going to come over there. Since we're in person, I can come over there right now. That means I'm going to have to say one more word about Morph before this podcast is over. Okay, Um, we got anything else to say on uh, Treasure, Pla- Treasure Planet? That's the name of the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could probably say Treasure Island. The story's not incredibly different, but you'd be wrong. Are there space whales in Treasure Island? There's normal whales, but they're not They're not space whales. Mm. Animators can do normal whales okay, but not space whales. No. Uh, yeah. Um, I just want to add on that I really like Dr. Doppler <laughs> in Did this you? movie. Yeah. Oh, I, want, I want him to die. <laughs> the whole time I was like, this guy, get, a, get him out of here, you know? <laughs> I liked him. I thought he was fun. I think another reason why I liked him is because he was voiced by David Hyde Pierce, and uh, he was on the sitcom Frasier, which is, like, one of my favorite TV shows ever. <laughs> so it's probably another reason why I liked him. Also, when uh, Ben came on to oh, the yeah. scene, like the robot, I was not expecting him to be voiced by Martin Short. <laughs> yeah. I- uh, the moment Ben appeared, I was because th- you know, I was thinking about this, uh, you know, in advance, and uh, I thought... You know what, Luke? Luke's probably gonna agree with me on this, but uh, oh no, we, we got a cameo by uh, by Fender, you know? Robots, Fender. Okay, never mind. That that one everyone's had. Never mind. Oh oh. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> okay. What was what was the joke? Can you explain the joke for me? There was a character podcast? from another movie called Robots. Oh. His name is Fender. Yeah. Who is, so you just missed a robot so joke? What? A robot joke, Luke? Yeah. That went right over your head. Yeah. That's sorry. embarrassing, dude. Sorry. What was that favorite robot that you, th- you thought was better than Death? Oh, we're, we're, we're not talking about no, that. No, but like, right what now. was that name? No, we're not talking about that. What was the name? Big Wolf? Big, Big Wolf, robot. that's right. Yeah, Dude, no. only the best. Aunt Fanny, too. Like, <laughs> okay. Come on. Uh, next week, we'll talk about robots. No, we won't talk about robots ever. <laughs> no, no, we, no, we, no, we, we will not. We'll talk about 
We're going to talk about Morph. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tauber. Um, Tauber? I'm not Tauber. Yeah, that's a Tauber transition not, for you. Tauber's he's not like, cool. We're not, we, we'll talk about, you know, these is really annoying stuff. But I think that, I guess we, I forgot about Ben before this, but Ben is a very good, I guess, interpretation of Ben Gunn from Treasure Island. I was good that. stuff. Like, how accurate was he to the oh, original? I don't, honestly, I couldn't tell you, but I know, I know Ben Gunn is a character, and that was Ben. So that was cool. I was happy to see it's him. Kind of like the same, like crazy shipwrecked. Guy yeah, I think found. I think so. I mean, that makes sense because most of the characters I think are pretty, pretty carbon copies, at least in general idea. Yeah, I think Ben Gunn also in Black Sails. Yeah, nuts, huh? Crazy show. Uh, well, I guess we talked about that that movie for about seventeen minutes, which is long enough for me because I'm never gonna think about it again. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those movies like you know you're not really gonna be like thinking about it all the time, but I, like if you, but if you see it, you'll be like, oh hey, Treasure Island I, or Treasure Planet. I like that movie. <laughs> I guess we should do a quick ratings before we move on. Ooh, I would like to add something oh, okay. there, just kind of about the um, <clears throat> the off screen part of Treasure Treasure Planet, is that. Just reading about the like the um, the production of this movie was very interesting because, uh, at least according to Wikipedia, the free online encyclopedia that anyone can edit, <laughs> that's a reference there. But um, <laughs> very it nice. took roughly four and a half years to create, which, and you know, it was pitched several times but got shot down for other movies. So it almost makes it seem like that this movie was stuck in development hell for a good while. But even kind of like. Even with that, it still ended up not being a horrible movie, kind of despite coming close to never being made in the first place many times and, you know, losing out to other ideas, ideas like uh, like The Little Mermaid or Aladdin and other stuff like, you know, like bigger Disney titles that are still really popular today. But, uh, I don't know, it's just kind of a, an interesting story of production, I guess. How it, yeah. Even though it had a pretty uh, close, you know, almost not being made. It ended up not being a bad movie for, for the sure. circumstances. Yeah, so, we lost money at the box office. Oh, it yeah, sucked in the box, you know, box office. I think all the movies we've done so far have gotten killed at the box office. Ten and Bumps that did okay, actually. Everybody wants some, I think, lost. This lost. Ten and Bombs might have made, but uh, not great for us. I think we like box office bombs in this podcast. <laughs> But uh, before we move on to our second segment, let's do a quick, uh, we'll give our ratings real quick. I gave it a three and a half out of five. Luke, I'm the same way. And Mike? I'd give it the same. Okay, everyone gives it three and a half out of fives. First, Good movie. First non-fives on this podcast, but uh, I'm sure we'll get more of those as we go on. Exactly. Um, I guess time for our second and final segment this week that we're all very excited for. The, uh, the Pirates Draft. Let's yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's very simple. We're gonna each draft a team of five pirates. Not pirates from a movie, just any pirate. Any pirate. It could be anything as long as you can explain how they're a pirate. Um, the draft order is going to be Mike, and then me, and then Lucas, and uh, yeah, it's a snake draft. So you know how snake drafts work. At least Luke does. I don't know if Mike does. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, and that's that's it. I think we're ready to start. Um, Hurricane Mike, first pick in the uh, the Pirates draft. All right, so let me check. I gotta find a character name real fast. This is great, great radio. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, 
So I felt like it would be kind of wrong not to include a pirate from Treasure Planet on here. So my number five pick will no, be... No, number one pick. Oh, number one. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, why would you go case, backwards? That's, that'd be insane. I don't know. There's another podcast to listen to where they did that. But, you know, they built up to it. But whatever. Yeah, not for a draft. So I think for my num- my number one pirate will be... Uh, is going to be the... Um, the... Uh, I am the captain now, guy from uh, Captain Phillips. Okay. Because, uh... I wasn't expecting that. Because, uh, now, obviously he is a pirate. <laughs> he is a Somali pirate who boards a, you know, the cargo ship or whatever it was called and does pirate things, takes over, does stuff like that. And, but I think, uh, why it chose him as my number one was because, you know, pirates are, you know, they're kind of romanticized in, you know, in most interpretations, right? And, uh... But I, I guess you have to think about just being a victim of piracy, you know, just being out there alone on a ship with your small crew and you get attacked by pirates. Whether that happened in 1682 or 2002, it's going to be pretty darn scary for you, right? Yeah, and that and, guy's uh, the captain now. And I think, uh, at least when I watched that movie, like, I don't, that, that movie kind of messed me up. It was pretty freaky just thinking about, like, well, bang, this actually happened yeah. or the events actually happened and that guy is just an iconic character only from that one line yeah i, I haven't seen that movie but i know who you're talking about exactly he, he, he'll he, be remembered forever he's just this skinny somalian dude but with just that one line he he is just like he's the most powerful man on the boat he's that, a, that he's is that is just proper pirate energy right there i'm just giving props to that you know, for Captain Phillips, I do appreciate that they hired, like, actual Somalians, you know, to portray the pirates. I haven't seen it, so uh, I know that that guy, though. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things I haven't seen, I, I, mean, I, have to, I have to take him. He's there, and I'm picking number two, I have to take Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. I have yeah, to. Of course. Yeah. Like, That's the, uh... haven't seen any of those movies, but I gotta take him. Really? You haven't seen any of them? None of them. I have seen Michael Bolton sing as Captain Jack Sparrow in a Lonely Island video, though. So, really, who's the, who's the real winner here? I did almost choose Pirates of the Caribbean for this for this session. I was shocked you didn't take them because that that worked out perfectly for me. Um, Luke picked your first pick. He's uh, he's so sad. He wanted Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, I did. But uh, I'll go with the second best Pirates of the Caribbean character in my personal opinion. I'm going to take uh, Captain Barbosa. Oh, good okay. pick. Okay. Good um, pick. Again, haven't seen the movie, but that's a good pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, it's pretty obvious. Like, he does very pirate things where he uh, attacks other ships and all that good stuff. And he was a captain of the Black Pearl. He and, was a uh, very good captain. He, yeah. And he was amazing in the first movie. I I loved him. He was amazing in pretty much all the movies. Yeah, but, but like, the first one in particular, yeah. He, yeah, he, was, he was the best. That's kind of an interesting swing because in the first movie, he's the villain. But in later movies, he's, like, kind of a good guy, right? I mean, he uh, he eventually joins the crew, Pearl, and you know he accompanies them on their adventures. He he, it's kind of interesting because he butts heads with Jack a lot. He was you know the the proper captain, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow, but uh, I don't know. He's just kind of the more uh, seasoned, grizzled, wise pirate type thing. Very very good pick on Luke's part. For, uh, Luke has another pick right now, round number two, pick number one. Um, all right, so my number two pirate, uh, I'm going to go with Will Turner, my third favorite character so for the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Everyone from that franchise. That's no, what no, no, no. There's still plenty more. This hey. is the last pick from the Pirates of the Caribbean I'll, franchise. I'll tell you this, this is going very low for my list. 
I'm gonna get one and two. Just saying. Well, it, so Will Turner, that's Orlando Bloom. Yeah, right? Orlando okay. Bloom's character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jack Sparrow's like one of the most well-known pirates in <laughs> in a film, and Will Turner is his buddy throughout the entire thing. So they all go on pirate adventures together, and then at the end of the third movie. Uh, Mike, it's been a long time since I've seen the third movie, so I might need you to correct what I'm about to say here. But uh, I remember, like at the end of the third movie, he becomes like the new captain of Davy Jones's ship. Yep, because uh, uh, he's like ship must have a captain. And, uh, yeah, so like he's there forever. He has that fate for like ever or something like that. Very cool. Sort of. It, until the most recent movie, but we don't need to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, we'll do a Pirates of the Caribbean binge watch for this podcast. Eventually. I have not. <laughs> uh, I watched Pirates of the Caribbean 4, and uh, that movie was awful. I didn't bother to watch the fifth one, because Pirates of the Caribbean 4 had killer mermaids. Very nice. Um, yeah. I guess I'll make my next pick. This one might take one from Mike, but I'm not sure. I'm going with Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. All Stones, Edward Teach. Uh, primarily, I'm going to take the Black Sails character, but also real guy. So, yeah. kind of works for both of those. Very good pirate. Bad dude, good pirate for this draft. I guess you kind of have to be a, a bad dude to be a good pirate, if you think about it. Yeah, you could say that. Um, I mean, I, I had to take him. He was the best pirate available on my, my big board. Got to take him, you know? Uh, Hurricane Mike, your second pick. <clears throat> well... I feel like it would be a little wing complete if I didn't at least choose one character referenced in uh, you know the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise since we've all done it, um, and I think for that I will have to choose Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean, yes. and I'm going to choose him because kind of a similar reason to the um, the Somali pirate, my number one pick, because I don't know he just has the. Uh, I remember seeing, because uh, you know, I, I was on YouTube or something, watching clips from the movie, and uh, there was a comment that called him, like, the Darth Vader of the sea. And it was, I thought that was an interesting comparison because, you know, he's a, he's a villain, but he's a tragic villain, you know? Because, um, you know, if you look at the whole story of Davy Jones, he's just... He's not just evil to... Well, he's not even evil, I guess you could... He's not just bad to be bad. He's, like, a wounded person. And I, I just kind of like that stuff of, of tragic villains, I guess. And, uh... He does that very well. His character design. He has a cool like character art throughout the first. I think he's in the second and third movies. Yeah. Um, uh, his uh, the uh, I don't remember what his actor's name, but I used to know. But uh, you know, the actor really brought him to life. The the um, character design, the like CG, all that was wonderful, and uh, he's just uh, pretty cool. You fear death. Okay. Oh, I, I only know him from the ride in Disney World, but he's very scary in that ride. And as a kid, I was a little scared. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Mike, you're he's up a good again. villain. You're up for, again. Another pick. Okay. Your third pick. So I think for my uh, number three pick, I'm gonna have to throw out a reference to another pirate from another um, uh, adventure, not movie, but series, I guess. Um, is going to be Captain Villads from The Dragon Prince. Now, this is a... I know neither of you have seen it, so I'm going to have to do a little bit of explanation, but uh, um, he is a... Uh, he is a blind, narcoleptic pirate. He uh, he has two eye patches, so that automatically means his pirate energy is, like, doubled, right? Yeah, it's very cool look. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he has a parrot, and the parrot 
is, I mean, it, you know, it does parrot stuff. It flies around and talks. And that's what they do. That yeah. does bird stuff. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Nothing too remarkable there, but... Uh, it does bird stuff. <clears throat> but in the show, at least... Well, I guess he's not so much as a pirate. I think it's implied he's a pirate, but whatever, he's a sea captain. and uh, we'll, we'll give it We'll give it to you. And, uh... It's about to get off the rails, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so... But, uh, at least in the series, he's, um... He kind of has that, you know, that... Again, he's not bad. He's not a bad character. He helps the main characters, but he uh, he has that sort of free spirited love of the ocean. Really, just kind of knowing the ocean intimately, and you know, just being able to like. I mean, he's blind, but he can still navigate the ocean just by like you know listening to the wind or whatever. And uh, I think that's important for a pirate because you know they were they were mariners through and through, and uh, just having that deep wisdom for the ocean is something that. I can respect in a pirate. Yeah, and he's also the captain now. Um, yeah, uh, my <laughs> next pick. This is getting real off the rails real quick with this pick. Go on. Um, I'm taking Sean Fanning, also known as the founder of Napster. <laughs> Technically a pirate. Yeah. That went over your head, Mike? Yeah, it did. You know what Napster is? No. You know, Luke, I'm sure you know, you took business law, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he uh, created Napster, which was used to illegally pirate movies and music and anything. <laughs> Technically a pirate on my team, Sean Fanning. There we go. Luke? I was not expecting that. I actually really like that pick. And Thank fun you. fact, you know Napster still exists today? Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, nobody uses it. No. But, oh, it's stupid. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it still, it still exists today. Cr- crazy stuff. All right, so... I'm going to pick a character that uh, you guys have maybe heard of, maybe not. So I am picking Edward Kenway from Assassin's Creed I, Black yep. Flag. Oh, That's a good bad. pick. Yeah. I mean, like, I, ha- I had to pick him. I suspected, you know, he wouldn't go in the first couple of rounds. So I'm snatching him up now while I can. Assassin's Creed Black Flag, an amazing game, you know. Edward Kenway has his own ship. He gets to, uh, you know, you can sing sea shanties with the crew. Hurricane oh, Mike loves those. Yeah, oh, man. I do love sea shanties. So does, so does Mason. Yeah, He's not here, but... Our friend and, Mason know, loves them. And uh, you spend a lot of the time down, you know, in Kingston. Yeah. And uh, you get to take over other ships and... Correct me if I'm wrong. Jack Rackham and Anne Bonnie are also in that game. Right? I, it's I been a long time since I played it. I know. So I, don't know. I know. I'm right. I've heard Assassin's Creed Black Flag was really underrated. Like I think it got it was released in the point where Assassin's Creed was just like getting dry because you know there had been it's been such a long franchise at that time. But and uh, you know it was it was one of those ones where it was like when it was released it was probably like kind of buggy, a bit unfinished. But from what was there. I just heard it was a very, very good game. I had a lot of fun with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I don't even really like Assassin's Creed, but that game's a lot of fun. Most because I love pirates. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Luke, you're up again. Your fourth pick. All right. So my fourth pick is going to be a pirate from Star Wars. Picking Hondo Onaka. Okay. Um, he was, like, one of my favorite uh, recurring characters in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Uh, by the way, watch Star Wars The Clone Wars if you haven't already. Yeah, it's better than Rebels. Fantastic TV show. <laughs> Way better than Rebels. <laughs> Leaps and bounds ahead of Rebels. Uh. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it was just great. Like, I remember there was one particular episode where, like, uh, uh, for some reason the Jedi, like, couldn't get involved on in this war on this one planet. So Anakin and Obi-Wan go to Hondo, and Hondo, like, gives them illegal weapons. And, uh... 
Yeah, and there's a bunch of other episodes where, like, he's stealing spice and currency, and there was actually even an episode where, like, he captured Jedi younglings. I was like, oh. <laughs> that wasn't fun, but, like, he's like your stereotypical pirate, Hondo Naka, and, like, his character is really funny and charming, so I, I really liked him. It's all about the profit, man. Yeah. So that's what the pirate's life is about. It's a good yeah. point. And I liked how, like... And as as he got to know uh, Obi Wan and uh, Anakin, I like how his like character grew to like respect the Jedi and everything like that. Yeah, uh, you can really see character growth, and uh, yeah, Hondo was great. Speaking of character growth, <laughs> my next pick is uh, former Pittsburgh Pirates left-hander Paul Mahalam. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Mike's phone fell on the floor. Um, yeah. Paul Holland was a mediocre pitcher for about, I want to say, seven or eight years from Pittsburgh. Um, he was never very good, but he was always an arm. And that's why he's my pirate, my fourth pirate, joining Jack Sparrow, Blackbeard, Sean Fanning, and now Paul <laughs> Holland for my team. Bunch of legends right there. Hurricane Mike, pick number four. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to do something a little unorthodox for you here. Oh, I just took... Uh, a dude named Excuse Sean, me. a dude named Sean, and then a pitcher. So I'm not sure you can get more unorthodox than that. Well, I want to do something that that is historical, but this is a uh, sort of very unorthodox historical. But um, I want to give a shout out to. Okay, so I'll, I guess I'll give context here. So during the first and second world wars, right, submarine captains, uh, I think it was reported in the the German Navy, but this probably happened across you know all navies uh, in submarine warfare. But what they would do. Oftentimes, as the captain would uh, torpedo a boat from, from underwater, you know, a merchant ship, uh, the ship would get damaged, but it would still float for a while because, you know, they're big ships, they take a while to sink. And what they would do is they would surface, they would sail up alongside the boat, they would come on, they'd, like, talk to the crew and say, like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to take supplies, give your people time to evacuate the boat, and then we're going to sink it. So they would do that. They would go in take, you know, like, food supplies to restill, to refill their own supplies on the submarine. They would let, uh, give time for the crew and stuff to escape. Then they would sail away, turn around, torpedo the boat so it finally sinks, and they would sail away to go continue their, their fight against enemy shipping or whatever. Um, so I guess it would be a shout-out to all, all submariner piracy-ish activities. So Hurricane Mike took a bunch of pi- okay, that's, Pro- probably that's like, dangerous. Probably like thousands of pirates in one pirates. Well, they got nothing on Paul Mahal, and I'll um, tell you that. Yeah, I mean, of, uh, Paul striking all captains. them out. He's he's striking all your guys out easy. One, two, three. I uh, your last pick, Mike. Who do you want? All right. Well, I hinted at this earlier, but I think it would be wrong to uh, not include a, a pirate from a treasure. Uh, Treasure Planet on my list just because you know we're talking about that. So I'm gonna do First Mate Arrow from um, okay. from uh, uh, Treasure Planet. Uh, now I think it's implied that he is not a pirate per se, you know, because he's not part of the, the um, of a uh, Silver's crew. You know, he's not the a flat out pirate. But I think it's heavily implied that he is in fact a privateer. Which I'll hit you with a little more history. A privateer is a you know a a ship or a crew of a ship, rather, that governments or navies would hire to go plunder enemy shipping. So they're basically legal pirates that, that you that yeah. you hire and sure. send against the enemy. For sure. Um, and you know he's a. I think he has proper 
you know, he's a, he's a tough captain. He's looks like he's made of stone or something. Yeah. Uh, he gives orders. He, you know, knows what's going on. He's a faithful first mate. I think that uh, he, he would make very, very good pirate material. Question. Could he get hit off Palma Hollow? I'll answer that for you. No. So not that good of a pick, honestly. My last pick. So I'm between three people for this last pick, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I do have a pick, but I'm gonna give the other two options real quick. I was between uh, John uh, John Silver. No one's taking him. I thought I had to think. I had to consider it for a second. It was either him, Memphis Grizzlies center Jaron Jackson, because he got caught pirating movies when he was 11 <laughs> years old. But I had to take the best pirate, best fictional pirate of all time, Captain Flint. He's better than Jack Sparrow. He's better than I mean any pirate really. He's just amazing. Great pirate. Not a good dude, but a uh, very good pirate. Great in Black Sails. I know I've been saying it all episode. Great show. Gotta watch it. Captain Flint um, joining my team of uh, a dweeb and a uh, professional athlete, a dweeb and three pirates, which is good stuff. Um, yeah, good luck beating my team, guys. Luke, your last pick. Uh, my last pick is also a former Pittsburgh Pirate. Oh, you can't do it second. That's <laughs> embarrassing. Hey, man. Sean Rodriguez. Is my last oh, he pick. looks like a pirate, so I'll get you. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a pirate, man. Like, all he literally had, like, the beard, the hair, everything. All he had to do was give him an eye patch. And, yeah. like, he's, like, your stereotypical pirate. So, um, yeah, Sean Rodriguez. I love when there was that random stretch where he just kept hitting home runs. Like, I think it was, like, 2018. He just kept yeah. hitting bomb after bomb. It was like, what is what got into this guy? He <laughs> sucks. But, yeah, so those, let's go through our teams real quick. I'll start off. Uh, I got Jack Sparrow, Blackbeard. Sean Fanning, Paul Mahollam, and Captain Flint. Pretty lackluster team, if you ask me. Uh, well, you're wrong because you have a guy that said I'm the captain now. So uh, no, that Paul, means I'm right because uh, he he is he is again, the best pirate. Again, could he get, get could he get a hit off a major league pitcher? Probably. Bet you he couldn't. I think he would. Bet you he couldn't. Because no, there's no one of pirate movies. Bet you he doesn't. My guy's not a pirate movies. That's all I'm saying. And I got. Two murderers and Jack, I don't really know anything about Jack Sparrow, but Johnny Depp. He's a he's a person. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luke, who's on your team? Uh, got Captain Barbosa, Will Turner, Edward Kenway, Hondo Onaka, and Sean Rodriguez. Palma, Solid squad. Palma Holm can strike out Rodriguez on three pitches. Mike, your team. He does, he doesn't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> he doesn't remember. Uh, let's see. He it had... wasn't wait. No, I remember. Hold on. My first pick was uh, the uh, Somali pirate leader guy from uh, Captain Phillips. Yeah, the, I'm the a... captain now, guy. He's a. Uh, he's a. Uh... Oh, you know what? B- before I do this, I want to give out a um, a shout out to probably the best pirate ever conceived by any. Uh oh. By any writer is a. Uh, we we have to give a shout out here to Captain Crunch. I mean, come on, we have oh. to. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I'll yeah. Quick shout out to Captain Crunch. All right. Anyways, so there was the Somali pirate guy. There was um, I think my uh, was it Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Davy yes. Jones was the, was the uh, second one. Third one was uh, Captain Villains from the Dragon Prince. You know, the blind narcoleptic sea captain. Yeah. Uh, there was pretty much every single submarine captain between the years of 1930 and 
Captain Arrow. Uh, Captain Arrow, the rock guy from Treasure Island, Treasure Planet, who, R. I. P. Di- who dies. R.I.P. Yes. He gets sucked into a black hole. Rest in peace. Our king. That stupid spider crab thing. Yeah, we hate that guy, honestly. We should should just kill him. He's a piece of crap. We should should join. We should somehow get in that universe and murder. Oh, he's already dead, but like, if we, you know. That that idea was bad, because he's already dead. Um, So I guess that's it for the show. Um, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Next week, um, well, we don't have anything lined up. uh, So either we'll... We'll uh, We'll wing it. Either we'll do Inside of Lou and Davis, or we'll have a guest. Don't yeah. know which. Don't know which is coming. Now, Could be I, either. I would like to say something for a, a very particular listener that we may get on this podcast. Okay. Uh, I would just like to say, uh, Mike Ewing is probably laughing at this right. He's now. not going to listen. I didn't think he was, but it just in the off chance that he does, I just want to say that that Mike Ewing sucks. That's, That's all I got. Honestly, the best way to send this out is that Mike Ewing sucks. Mike Ewing sucks. Can't argue with that. <laughs> we actually made fun of him on our last episode because he thinks that Gwyneth Paltrow sucks, and he's wrong. So two weeks in a row, Mike Ewing's been made fun of. That's a good streak. Keep going <laughs> on this show. Um, yeah. Uh, check out... Mike Ewing, I hope you get sucked into a black hole. Oh, come a on. A scientifically man. accurate, rendered black hole with accretion disk. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say no to that. I mean, well, I'm not gonna like. Yeah, that's a good. Honestly, I'm, I'll root for that. Um, so, check out the rest of the stuff on the network. We got the Limbo's Power Hour, which last week was better. Um, without Luke, it was a lot better. Thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, check that out. Keep listening to this because I like we like doing this more than the Power Hour. I think. Yeah. No, definitely enjoy. Talking about movies more, honestly. Yeah, and we'll have either a special guest or Inside Lou and Davis coming next week, which is my one of my favorite movies. Hope we don't do that because I want to save that for later. But um, we didn't plan ahead because we forgot. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we need a quick, quick, quick outro song this week. You guys got an outro song? Any song you like, top of your head. It's got to be the Pirates of the Caribbean theme. Pirates of the Caribbean theme. I was theme. thinking Drunken Sailor, but... No, that's same that's a thing. good idea, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll be back next week with something that we don't know. Uh, for my co-host Luke and our special guest, Hurricane Mike. Peace! Have a great week, everyone. Mike, say something. Something. <laughs>